Hello and welcome to What Our Point Weekly, where we bring together a variety of perspectives to discuss the biggest stories of the week and decide what our point, or if in fact there are no point at all. Please, if you like what you hear, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Today it is Thursday, November 11th. I'm luckily joined by everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, Seth. Nick, Nick I was just on mute. unmuted I was on and then mute. remuted himself. Sorry. <laughs> I have fat fingers. You do that, I think, like once out of every two. Ep- All right. So happy Veterans Day, I guess, to Nick. Are you a veteran? No, you're not. Do you count as a veteran? Mm, no, you're not a veteran. Uh, technically, no. Okay, so never mind. I think I have Nick's to do that. my full six-year commitment, and then I probably have to deploy. Although I'm a veteran of the trade war and the war on Christmas. That's what I tell people. <laughs> Those aren't real wars. <laughs> With you. Um, okay, Ben, just uh, since this was supposed to be a sports episode, but that sounds boring, kind of. Will you talk to us about Formula One? You seem to have gotten really into it recently. I, too, have. Lewis Hamilton is very cool. Team Mercedes, very cool. Red Bull, not nearly as cool. That guy who dates the Spice Girl, not that cool. Verstappen, <laughs> kind of, like, cocky. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I actually really like Max Verstappen. Like... On a pure talent basis, it's hard to argue against him having um, the best season by by some distance right now. Anyways, it's very exciting. Lewis Hamilton has won four straight. Is that right? He won. He's won. Yeah, four straight titles and seven overall. But he's now being seriously challenged by Verstappen, who's got like a 19 point lead with four races to go. So the way F1 scoring works is if you finish first, you get 25 points. Second, 18. Third, 15. And it goes progressively down until you reach 11th, at which point there's no more points. So it's a fairly sizable gap, but obviously if Verstappen doesn't finish a race and Hamilton finishes first, which is, or Hamilton finishes second at Silverstone in England, then that's a massive turnaround. So so what are the remaining races? It's Silverstone and... No, 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 whatever. Silverstone already happened. So uh, oh. this coming weekend is Brazil and Sao Paulo. Next week is Qatar. And then there's a break, and then they go to Saudi Arabia and I think Abu Dhabi to finish. Yeah, Abu it's Dhabi. hilarious that you know that off the top of your head, you fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> wow, that's just some mean words on this nice federal <laughs> holiday. We're supposed to celebrate America's greatness. <laughs> Dan, any, and you want to talk about sports at all other than your normal Tom Brady garbage? In sports, I mean Tom Brady's pretty good. Um, I don't know. Do we have the next Tom Brady and Mac Jones? That was kind of a... He's definitely... Never done and that. I think he's probably the best of the rookie quarterbacks, right? Oh, by a that's mile. That's pretty clear. Yeah. By a mile, so... It, well, yeah, in terms of performance so far. In terms of ceiling, I don't think that's the case, but... I don't know. We'll you know what you know, the ben, ceiling is? You know what I thought was really stupid was for Renault to rebrand as Alpine. I thought that was really stupid. Alpine. You think? Al- Alpine. It's Alpine. Yeah, the famous no, Renault it's... Alpine is an iconic French car. Oh, yeah, it's God. because they're trying to they're trying to draw more promotion towards their like more luxury line of vehicles. So that's why yeah, they did it. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. Mm. Their like color doesn't stand out anymore. They used to be this cool yellow color, and now it's like hard to even. They're like, like black and yellow. So I don't generic. know. I feel like the, I feel like they have the best livery of any car aside from the alternative livery that like Alfa Romeo and I can't Red believe Bull you Red. just said the words alternative livery. Okay, <laughs> yeah, moving wow. on. Oh, my favorite French company is Citroen. Citroen DS. 23 palace that was a great i recommend all of our listeners and viewers 
if we have any viewers, to Google image Citroen DS, the most beautiful car ever made. Beautiful so, car. Sadly, us like four are the only viewers. What? Yeah. Well, us four are the only viewers, Nick. But the PT Cruiser, also the most, one of the most beautiful <laughs> No, you're, ever made, you're a but... heresy. <laughs> Wait. So, all right. Let's hard pivot What the fuck is this thing? It looks like an electric razor. What? Citroen DS 23? Oh, DS. I did CS. <laughs> no, no, no. Citroen DS 23. Citroen. Does it come with a Nintendo? Citroen. So, Dan, did you expect that? I mean, you didn't. You said that both infrastructure bills would be passed by now. Incorrect. No, I said Only both one would passed. eventually pass, and one no, did you pass. Said two weeks. I said, nope. You said in two weeks, nope. I said Biff was guaranteed to pass, and it passed. Did you expect it to go? I mean, these the, the Republicans that voted against it seemed to be... Really? It wasn't... Do you think it was, it was a smart idea for by them? Republicans, right? It was a right. bipartisan... I mean, Bipartisan both houses. That's kind of surprising. Nope. Did you expect that, Nick? The largest Do you think infrastructure gonna... bill in American history passed in a bipartisan way. And Joe Biden is only 10 months into office, so he's doing something right. There are some mm. things that aren't going well, but some things that are not going reflected also, in his approval ratings. Can we also just think about it for one second? I mean, it's kind of insane how it was the Black Caucus that got it passed. Yep. Like, Clyburn got Biden elected, basically. Stacey Abrams won the Senate. Like, when you... It's, it's interesting to think about the outsized influence the Black community has on American politics when you actually look at how it's politics, playing. Politics, sports, culture, right? Yeah, and I mean, the most telling thing is the extent to which, you know, Republicans are trying to limit that influence by... Uh, I would point to the new lieutenant governor of Virginia, one of the series of Marine veteran. That's what we call. Badass Marine <laughs> veteran. What are we, um... and I was really into her big gun, I'll tell you that one. <laughs> like, it's a euphemism. I've, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to, I have no idea. Um the where was i oh all politics are local <laughs> you're gonna have republicans that are gonna vote for an infrastructure bill because they live in suburban new york staten island they live in upstate new york then that you know new york is essentially giant bridges everywhere and tunnels and localities like that love infrastructure money now whether or not did Elise Stefanik vote for the bill uh i'm thinking of uh malia caucus the new she's a freshman from police staten island or around there i'm not oh so barely upstate then <laughs> Well, like but there's there are other there's thirteen city, I think upstate. there's thirteen Republicans. Isn't Staten Island down city? It's like the little yeah, yeah, down yeah, city. But yeah, I forgot. <laughs> there's several others who vote usually for those types of things in the past. Like John Katko, I think used to vote for stuff like that. They're like sort of more tend to be more moderate ideologically on economic issues and government spending issues. I don't All know. All right, Nick, what's Not going on in days. Belarus? Uh, well, Lukashenko is Europe's last tactful authoritarian tyrant behind Putin. He is sending a migrant waves of people that have made it to Belarus to the Polish border to stick it to the EU, which is not making Poland very happy. Uh, well, other than that, he's where are a most of the migrants asshole. from? Are they Syrian migrants or like some of them are Syrian, some Afghan, I think. I mean, I think there's or I mean, there's there's also um, yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I think from mostly from. Middle East area, but it's a mess and there's no policy forward. Uh, and Lukashenko's creating this on purpose because he's an asshole. Um, all right. So what should we switch to now? Oh, you know what we could talk about? We could talk about the whole climate change thing. Or is that still a hoax? Where are we at at climate change being a hoax or not? COP26. The Republicans sent a delegation there. Garrett hoax Grace or not a hoax? Dan Crenshaw were there. What did they oh, say? Oh, that's the guy with the eye patch who was talking about how, like, 
look, I know it happens, but like, what the hell are we going to do about it exactly? No, I, they're more they 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 want market based solutions. They recognize that it's real. I think a lot of people recognize that it's real. They just don't want like there's the thing about John Kerry flying private jets and Bezos flying private jets to climate right. change conferences. This is the ultimate irony to that. But I also think like you can enact initiatives from a government perspective that don't create a backlash against climate change efforts by having market-based solutions to this. Like there you, you're look I'm looking at nuclear, there are other options that are on the table that are, that can do a lot when it comes to climate change. And I think I think we're becoming a leader in in, in technology that does this. I think I would look I mean, at it seems China. Like it has to be like an all all approaches approach. Right? I'm like, curious, given that the largest what do they call on the it planet in the when there's it, like you're all in war, it's like a Blitzkrieg. Oh, total uh, war. Fun. I mean, I think total war. Look, Blitzkrieg is one term. We don't really use that anymore. I don't think it's. I think climate. I think the solution to climate change is improving global governance. Global governance, not necessarily what does that global mean? government, but governance around the world, and that includes China. China will not verifiably agree or adapt. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Enact climate change initiatives because they are a totalitarian communist state that does not have the rule of law. So it is. I thought they were really kind of coming around to it. What do you think? No, but that's, the issue with them is that they also report falsified data in terms of their emissions. Like they are not a trusted partner when it comes to climate change. And the way to solve that is improve the Chinese government and make it transparent and democratic. Do you think well, that? Like um, sorry. There's yeah. a double standard at play sometimes with China. That like if we can constantly go back to this conversation if we have to, but like. China criticizes, we criticize China for human rights abuses, et cetera. And then they obviously criticize us. And now when you think about it, it's pretty clear. It's for like corruption and hip, just being hypocrites. Like we always act like y'all are corrupt. We have everything together. And then when you peel the first layer off, it's quite clear we're fleecing the entire world in certain ways. So it's like this back and forth, like it's a game of chicken kind of. So if we're, I, I just don't agree with your constant, this like, deterrence like we have to fight a sword with a sword strategy somebody has to take the first step back yeah but opinion. they're not gonna we, we can we could cut we could go zero on carbon emissions and it won't matter because the chinese will just dupe the stats and keep polluting and, and so? climate change will still be a that. natural phenomenon like it'll, it'll still be a, a phenomenon that's occurring you can't approach a situation with zero faith to start just be like ah, this situation i support environmental environmentalism and taking these initiatives but i also support if we really want to if we want to be serious about tackling climate change you need to tackle the chinese government like it cannot you will fail we will fail should just nuke antarctica That'd do it. i don't that's not my position but I, i'm thinking like when it comes to china um yeah i i don't um well no there's scientific basis because like the more particulate matter you release into the atmosphere the more sunlight gets reflected yeah oh my but god do that, that being said, I mean, really want us to nuke antarctica we're getting to the point where like these kinds of drastic solutions are required like oh, they're going to become more and more realistic like when that volcano exploded over iceland it had a global cooling effect and that was I, a tiny. I heard this one. I'm into this one. I'm cool with this. Yeah. I, so so Ben, you a non-believer in climate change? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm very much a believer in climate change. I'm a believer, and it, it causes me a lot of existential dread. But got it. Got doing it. something to release a lot of particular matter into the upper atmosphere. I'm not saying like directly nuke it, but detonate nukes over Antarctica. I am. 
I'm I'm partially on board with the idea that like we're gonna be saved by this because of like some sci-fi novel idea, but I also think that that's like a dangerous road to go down because dumb fucks are just gonna be like, well, you know, some fucking smart thing's gonna save us, and it like allows you to never actually do. But when you stop, when you ban all the smart things from happening, and then it's like, no, some smart thing's gonna save us. We don't do this, and it's like, well, you just right. It's like the uh, parable of the man is drowning. And he says, you know, and a guy in like a little boat comes by and the guy says to him, no, I don't need to jump in your boat. God will save me. And then a rescue worker like swims out to save him like a lifeguard. And he says, no, I don't need your help. God's going to save me. And then like another ship comes by and he says, no, I don't need your help. God's going to save me. And then he drowns. And he says to God, why didn't you save me? And God says, well, I sent a guy with a boat, a lifeguard and a guy with a bigger boat to save you. And you turned them all down, so sorry. This parable is also very applicable to uh, COVID vaccine. Just, you know, putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's not ancient history. This stuff literally just happened, so. Oh, man. All right. Well, I don't really feel like this. We didn't mean to make this too long of an episode. Let's just leave it at that since we did sports <laughs> at New Greenland, too. Yeah, I, yeah I, I think I'm optimistic about tech and and I believe in tech in the world. I think the free peoples fan? of the world will solve you climate say? change. Do you think climate change will be solved because everyone will just be hanging out with their meta goggles all day long and they won't go outside? No, and I, as I long think, as we can power the meta goggles on sunlight, then I think energy is, consumption will crater. There is no limitation to the ingenuity and innovation power of free peoples. Wait, wait, wait. Except the they're using all their fucking money to, to launch rockets for no fucking reason. But wait, <laughs> what if, what if, wait, people haven't thought of this one yet. Is that what if like all of economics and sociology and all of this is gonna change because human behavior is gonna change now because like these computer chips in our bodies are gonna like change how we behave so like all of human behavior is about to change right? Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely an, an argument that it it is all about to change. I mean at least for the vaccinated. The unvaccinated will remain their pure, unadulterated self. But us oh, I see. Shipping. Oh, I get it. You way to bury the lead there, dude. Mm. <laughs> we can talk about Aaron Rodgers next episode. I, yes. We can lead in, and we might have a special guest. I. We can talk about what else? you you wanted to talk about the Astro World concert. Oh yeah, that's There's true. That's that died there. a whole different level of insanity. I just think that's like shows some bizarre undercurrents in our culture that I've thought about a little bit. And then when that happened, I was like, oh shit, what is going on here? But anyway, we can maybe do that next week. I'm trying to think what other news events occurred. Uh, yeah, I, I got my booster. Um, you did? Yeah. Pretty cool. Look at you. Well, Ellie's. Uh, I don't want to use the B word, but she's feeding our child with naturally produced um milk um i thought you were gonna call your wife something no i was very confused not. there for a second uh, but that's that why sometimes the booster. The it just makes me a little loopy listening to this week's episode please tune in next week when hopefully we will have a special guest who will be joining us from the floor of the wisconsin state assembly have a great week stay safe